Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Overthinking Gaming, where every episode we discuss a different game. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing two games, an original and a remake, and those two games are Metroid 2 for the Game Boy and Samus Returns for the 3DS. Yep, that one Metroid game that came out that everyone was like, oh wow, a new Metroid, and then it wasn't. It was just a remake of an old one, but it was still pretty good. So we're going to talk about what works, what doesn't work, all of that. You guys know already if you've heard the first episode or any other episode. Um, so fun fact about this game, uh, I actually, actually played Samus Returns first and then actually went back and played, uh, the original Metroid 2. As many of you know, I wasn't always like a Metroid fan. I'm not, I wasn't like always into it. That's more of a recent thing. So that's why I'm actually going here and talking about the games. It wasn't something like Dread came out and I was like, wow, I remember that series. No, that, 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 I'm not, I'm not that big of a fan. I'm not going to pretend like I was a fan since day one. I just saw it and I was like, you know what? Let me get into the series. Everyone seems pretty hyped about this and I loved it. I don't know why I feel the need to explain that every episode, but in case you haven't, in case you don't know that about me, well, now you know. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, lost my train of thought for a second. Um, Metroid 2, I'm pretty sure they like on the Game Boy Color, a lot of games got color. So the game was able to get color after that. But originally the game was actually just in black and white. So unlike the first one, it was in black and white, but I don't really see that as much of a down downgrade. If you actually like look at the game and the physics and the controls, I actually got this game on the virtual console on the 3DS. And while I would have appreciated some color in there to just kind of see how everything looked in terms of like colorization, um, I, I, I was able to still enjoy it and appreciate it while it was in black and white. And I mean, you know, I mean, how many classics are black and white, right? <laughs> I mean, movies too, but. Uh, I mean, games, it's different, obviously. So I wanted to point out that compared to the first Metroid, it, it, it's it's pretty exceptional in terms of controls. I mean, not everything is like perfect, but when I was playing it, I was like, wow, the jumping and landing is all pretty precise. I don't struggle to, uh, to spin jump and normal jump. But there's kind of a difference there. The shooting is pretty on point. Like, you know, you don't have to. Also, a cool thing is that you don't have to unlock shooting across the screen. You can already do that to begin with. Um... So one one uh, item I want to say that did have a few issues controlling for me. I mean, it might have just been my button, my like timing uh, in terms of pressing, which I know this is an issue in some other games as well. I mean, the later you go, the easier it gets because they make it less precise and, you know, but actually uh, for space jump, which is a jump that you need to like, uh, you have to press B over and over in like a certain rhythm. And with that, you can sometimes get greater height by holding it or less by pressing it. And it can just get confusing as to what rhythm you're supposed to do. Again, it was virtual console, so I still did have save states and stuff. I don't think I was able to rewind necessarily because it was on the 3DS, but I was able to, uh, to like save and then sometimes go back if I messed up. But the space jump was something that I did kind of struggle with a bit in terms of having to like press it uh, on a certain time. The timing just, I don't know if it was the timing that was built into the game or maybe I'm just bad at it. I, I know I practice, I can probably get good at it, good at it. But as someone that's like played the Metro, played a ton of the Metroid games and going back and finding out the space jump is just that hard, it was just a little bit annoying. But I mean, it's not impossible. I, I did struggle with the space jump in like Super Metroid at the beginning, which I'm pretty good at now. But in Metroid 2, it was just, it, it, it was, it was, a little harder than it needed to be, honestly. I just remembered I didn't go into the story, so I'm gonna talk about that a bit before I go into any of the other notes I have. But basically, um, again, I'm gonna try to explain this to the best of my abilities, uh, but 
Uh, Samus is sent to planet SR388. Yes, I have the name of the planet this time, guys. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, I think. <laughs> uh, because since last time I didn't have the name. But anyways, so Samus uh, goes to planet SR388 to exterminate Metroids. There's like 38 in total or something like that on a counter. And what's cool about this game is that it really, I mean, it has a sense of linearity. I'm not going to lie. You're always going to be working your way down. But there is a sense of exploration, too, because you have to go around and find these Metroids in different areas and shoot them down. And uh, much like the first Metroid, this game actually doesn't have a map either. So that, that's something that's kind of annoying when doing this because you don't know where you're supposed to go. You don't know where you haven't gone. Rooms start to look the same. So that's a little stupid. But it does do it a lot better. And uh, I, I do like the concept of like going around and I don't know, it just feels like a reward finding the Metroid finally and being able to slay it. It's much like when you find a new item. It's like, it's another thing out there to explore, but this time there's some sort of challenge to it. Um, I think Samus Returns, I mean, I'm going to get into uh, that game after I have everything to say about this game, but does battles a lot better because the fights in this game are pretty simple. Most of the time you're just aiming and shooting missiles and that's about it. Um, and there's not really much of a uh, difference besides them doing more damage and having a few more attacks, which I'm going to get into the differences of the Metroids in a second, but I don't know. It's pretty cool going around. You have to, you have to explore the area before you can go to the next one and they block it off. So you really can't go any further down because if not, then you'll get hurt in acid and you can't, you can't go further down until you exterminated all the Metroids in the area. Um, it doesn't tell you, I don't think it tells you how many you actually have to exterminate. I could be wrong. I'm trying to, I think, I think you just exterminate them and go down. So it's a little faulty in that, that it doesn't tell you what you have left. It doesn't really help you with the location or if you're getting close. So if you're really stuck and you don't know where it was, then you're not going to know. Luckily I used a map because I mean, I'm not going to torture myself and then sit there for hours trying to find and go by the same room over and over again. Um, but I, I feel like I was still able to get some sort of experience out of it. I, I did enjoy my experience. It was pretty fun. Um, and I did say I was going to get into the different Metroids, so let me get into them. So there are uh, four different Metroids you're, you'll encounter throughout the game. I mean, there's another one too, but that's a boss, so I'll talk about it later. But you have the Alpha, which is like the standard one. It's just like super small, and it'll just... I mean, it's not that hard. You just kind of shoot up at it, or... I, I don't think you could shoot diagonally in the game. Maybe you can. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I probably should since I'm making a whole podcast episode on it, but it's not important. The point is, it's just super easy. The second one is a Gamma Metroid, and that one's a little harder. Uh, it takes more missiles. I think it shoots like a ball at you, like of light or whatever it is, and that's about it. The Zeta Metroid um, does a bit more damage to you, and it, it is a little bit trickier. Um... A lot of the time with that one, I found that I had to, um, I don't remember if it's Zeta or Omega, because Omega is also the next one, which is just the harder version and attacks more. But for one of them, I kind of had to like get them in a spot where I like used an exploit, not like, not like a known exploit or whatever, but like just a spot where they like couldn't move. And I just spammed them with missiles because at some point I just didn't have HP and there was nowhere to like recharge. So it was just, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it was, it, it didn't feel like it required skill. It just felt like it required luck. And that's not something that was particularly fun, but it was still cool to find them and shoot them down anyways. And I did appreciate the difference in the types of battles. So that, that was pretty cool. Um, 
So I really, something I also really like in this game, I love how the missiles control and how they work. I found it to work very well. I never had issues with it. I don't know why I wrote that down, but yeah, I mean, they work pretty cool. And they also give you, uh, I wanted to say, a really big amount of missiles, so you never feel like you're running out. So I always felt like I could just use it like whatever, like I was fine. It didn't really feel like a big deal. And that's something I really liked because I was able to just take down enemies if I needed to. Um, something that was annoying is when I got to bot when I got to these Metroids and I didn't have enough missiles. But that was more my fault for like missing on the last Metroid or wasting them. But like, you know, you get to like, I don't know if it's like the fourth area of the game or whatever, but you get to like a certain point of the game, you have like a hundred missiles. You're like, when did I get a hundred missiles? And compared to Metroid 1, that like, it's just, it all, I mean, it doesn't feel super limited all the time in Metroid 1, but compared to other Metroid games, it doesn't feel as limited. You don't feel like towards the beginning, like, you know, using a missile is that costly. Like, it just, it, it doesn't feel like it's going to affect you that much in the long run. So you feel better about using a missile. And that's what I like, because it feels more like a permanent item than a luxury. Uh, uh, luxury. Sorry, I, I don't know why I can't see it. For some reason, I'm having trouble seeing that word. But th that's basically what I'm trying to say. Um, another cool ability in the game is the spider ball, which lets you climb walls. It also kind of sucks, because when you climb walls and use the spider ball itself, you go a lot slower and it just made me want to like speed through and let go of it sometimes because of that. Um, I forgot what this is. Oh, spring ball. Okay, that's what it's called. The spring ball ability lets you jump while in morph ball form. And I think it made its showcase and debut in this game. And I found it to work super well. I really liked how it worked. Um, combined with the spider ball, it just, I, I don't know, it's really enjoyable. It's a really cool concept. It really works for the game. And I wanted to talk, I wanted to say that, you know, talk about how it does and it just it felt good to do it like the controls are good the controls like control a lot better than you think you would and i am I'm, I'm able to appreciate that about the game um in my opinion i found some enemies to be a little too hard like harder than they should be maybe not bosses i mean maybe some of the later metroids because there was just nowhere to heal but um some enemies were just they, they took a little much to take out and i was like bro and I, I don't know it just it got annoying because i'm like dude <laughs> um why am i at this point of the game and still struggling against certain enemies um so there's also one area in the game uh i forgot which one it is but one of them's like completely empty no metroids just going through and i just i don't know it was random they could have added something there and they didn't so i, I don't understand um i'm reading through my notes but like i mentioned earlier a lot of areas looked really similar at times, and I found that to be really, um, I, I don't know what word I'm thinking of, but I found it to be really, I don't know, it just killed the, it killed the pace of the game. Because sometimes I'd go back and I'd be like, have I been in this area before? And because I didn't have a map and areas look similar, sometimes I'm like, you know, did I fight the Metroid in this area? I remember I watched a guide video and I thought the Metroid this guy killed was in an area that I had already been, but it was a different area. It just looked really similar, but there was no distinction there was no way to tell that i had already been there or that it was a different area or that this was a different metroid honestly i thought the game was glitching out and then thought that i didn't kill the metroid so <laughs> yeah um i wanted to say the final boss in this game which spoiler metroid queen um is not is not is not bad at all it's pretty fun i did have to look up how to beat it it did take me a few tries but it was it was a good challenge and it didn't feel as impossible as Mother Brain. It felt more doable and I liked that you can 
um, you had the option to actually go inside the mouth and use a bomb because in this boss, you can actually go inside the mouth of the boss and use a bomb. And I think it's like four bombs. And after four bombs, it'll be taken out plus damage from your missiles. Or you can just sit there like and then try to do a ton of damage with the missiles, which I was able to figure out the attacks. It wasn't that hard to dodge, but it, it was a cool concept going inside the mouth and that you have that option there. But if you want to torture yourself, you don't have to do that. So that's also kind of cool. Um, I also wanted to say uh, I love the finale. I love when uh, when Samus, uh, which I'm going to explain this because I just realized I probably should. But after you beat the Metroid Queen, the final boss, the final version of Metroid with the Metroid, uh, there's one Metroid left, which is a baby Metroid. And that baby Metroid hatches out of an egg. And um, Samus is like uh, just well, I mean, actually, no, Sam, uh, Samus just kind of stands there and the baby goes around. You don't hear anything, but you're like, oh, okay, you know, this isn't this is not an enemy. And then you go with the baby Metroid, which helps you by eating some crystal things that are in the way. And you go with the baby Metroid to the surface and you leave planet SR388. And it's really touching. It's really sweet. It's a cute thing they did. Um, I feel like maybe if uh, the other Metroid games weren't out and people weren't talking about it, I'd probably be confused. I wouldn't know what's going on as much. Uh, if I'm being honest, I mean, I'm probably just stupid, so it could be that, but um, uh, it would have been cool to maybe put some text there, explanation, but I guess you don't need that. It was just, I don't know, it, it was nice that they had that. Um, it was a really unexpected ending, I'm sure, for most people. Um, and I know I didn't mention this earlier, but there is a main theme of the game, and the main theme of the game is phenomenal, and it's Game Boy music, but I really love it. It's really good. But then there's music for other areas in the game, and they just aren't as good as that one. Just the main theme is so much better, so it's just, and just I don't know, not fun. It's sometimes headache-inducing. So, yeah. I think that's pretty much all I have to say about Metroid 2. So I guess I can get into how I feel about Samus Returns now. Now, as you know, uh, Samus Returns, I actually played before Metroid 2. This was my second time playing through the game. I'm pretty sure the first time it took me 11 hours to beat the game, but going back to play it now again, which it has been a while, so I did kind of get lost sometimes and I didn't know what to do. I actually didn't have to look up, well, no, that's not true. I looked up a guy to find out where a Metroid was because I started getting annoyed and I just wanted to end the game and record this episode. And I was just like, dude, we'll just, where's the Metroid? Um, but I forgot what I was saying. Um, but, uh, through my second time through, I think, yeah, that's what I was saying. Actually it took me six hours instead of 11. And I was pretty proud of myself. I was like, oh, that's, uh, that's pretty good improvement. Um, so that was fun. Um, they, they actually added a lot to this game compared to the first one, like a lot more than you think they would. I'm pretty sure they keep the same map, but for some reason, instead of like 10 total areas, it counts it as eight. So that's weird. Um, there's this new countering mechanic that when enemies uh, attack you, they flash at you before and you can press X to use like a melee attack to counter them. And how it's done in this game, it's cool for bosses, I guess. But for regular enemies, it can get kind of annoying because sometimes they'll just attack you and they attack you more than they do in the original. To the point that sometimes you're trying to get through and you've been in this room before, you're just trying to get through here to maybe collect an item or maybe you're backtracking or maybe you're going through to like go to the next floor, whatever you're doing. And it just, it holds you back and it pushes you back a lot more than it should, than it should do. Like it, it, it kills the pacing of the game more than anything else um, when it shouldn't. It should be a lot less of a necessity in the game. It's just, 
it's just meh, honestly, if I were to describe it. That's how it is. It's just, it's all right. Um, for bosses, it's cool. It's a cool concept. I like it. It worked better, a lot better in like Dread. And I think that game works perfectly with it. But in this game, it's just, I don't know. It was a good introduction. I'm glad that they introduced it before they make that big change. But I wasn't a big fan of it. Besides, excuse me, like I said, for bosses. Um, another thing they added are these things called Aeon abilities, which are different, which now adds a whole different, uh, it's not like health, but a whole different bar to Samus. And this is called Aeon or Aeon Energy. And you unlock four of them throughout the game. I don't remember their names. I don't remember what they do, though. One of them lets you look for hidden items. Well, not hidden items, hidden blocks, like breakable blocks. It'll tell you, hey, this is breakable. It's kind of like the X-ray scope from Super Mission. I mean, no, Super Metroid, not Super Mission. I just mixed up the name of two games. Um, there's one that lets you slow down time, which is cool. It's, it's a cool concept, but you barely use it when you get it. So it's just kind of like, why have it there anyways? Um... There is something that's like a shield-like thing that will prevent you from taking damage in certain areas, and that's used a lot, and I did like the inclusion of that because it did help with some bosses too. And then my favorite one that they added was like a spammable weapon that I think once you get the beam at some point, like the like the beam as a weapon, or well, what's it called? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not remembering if that's the name or not, but whatever. Um, you can kind of like spam it. It's kind of like having a constant shoot. Like you hold Y and you'll just like shoot like crazy. And it's used to originally get past some some plants and I think area three or something. But it can actually be used for like bosses and stuff. And it just works super well. And when you're in a pinch and you need HP, you can use it to kill enemies right away. It's just, it's really cool. I liked it. I liked how it was used. Um, definitely appreciated the inclusion of that. Also, the thing that lets you know where blocks are breakable, that was great too. Um, especially when I had my first run, because that was one of my first Metroid games, and I was playing it, and I was so lost. Um, they added a new thing where some Metroids will like switch rooms, and that just felt like padding. That was really annoying. I hated that. I wish that they did not include that in the game. Like It was just really fucking annoying. I just wanted to get the game over, and then they're moving into other rooms. and I don't know. Just don't do that again, Nintendo. Um, spider wall, sorry, spider ball is a lot faster in this game. So I did appreciate that they sped it up. I mean, obviously it's a 3d game and it's a newer game. So why wouldn't they, but that was cool. They also included super missiles, power bombs, and the grapple beam, which made it feel more full and gave Samus more abilities. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I liked to be able to do that. Um, they did add the power bomb a little bit late, so there wasn't that much usage, but stuff like the super missiles definitely help for bosses, which were harder in this game. And we're just, I don't know, it was just, it was fun. And there were a lot of gravel beam puzzles and they actually utilized these, these abilities in the game. It wasn't just like extra, here you go. They actually utilized them and I did appreciate that. Um, something I did want to mention, the space jump in this game is actually pretty fixed compared to the, compared to like Metroid 2 or Super Metroid and it works pretty well. You can just use it like your timing doesn't need to be exact and it's just a lot easier and smoother when it's used um another basic thing they fixed is like you can aim now you press like the l button i think it is to like stand still and you can like swing the circle paddle around and aim in any direction you want and then if you want to shoot a missile you just hold r so you can like shoot missiles anywhere you want beams anywhere you want and the control is just sorry the controls is just, like super good and smooth and it feels fun to do um, sorry, I'm 
I, I don't know what I wrote here. Growing stronger. Oh, okay. I remember what I put. So the battles with the Metroids and stuff, it felt more skill-based. And you can make them easier or harder depending on how skilled you are or what you know. If you know enemy attacks, if you're paying attention. The melee counter actually works well here because if you counter certain attacks, you can actually do extra damage to the enemy by like holding, uh, like sometimes Samus will grab onto them or it'll play like a little cutscene. And in that cutscene, you can actually hit your enemy with missiles or super missiles, depending on what you're like fighting with. And you'll be able to like put some real damage on your enemy and do extra. And it just, it works super well. And I like how, I really appreciate it and like how it's used here. This boss actually, I mean, sorry, this game actually features a very hard boss also by the name of Diggernaut. I'm pretty sure it's that, that's what it is. And it is a very challenging boss to the point that when I first played it, it took me like, I don't know if it took me multiple days to beat it, but it did take me a really long time to beat it. On my second time now, it took me like two tries. I still found it really hard and I still almost lost, but I understood what I was supposed to do more. And I think I'm just more natural at the game since, you know, it's not my first time anymore. Um, but that boss has like three or four different, uh, well, no, I think it's just three different phases and the first, and sometimes like it's unclear on what you're supposed to do. So there's some puzzle solving involved. I did look it up my first time playing. So I understood what I was supposed to do. So like then when I played it again, it was more fun. It is a fun boss. It is honestly like the difficulty spike that that boss has compared to like a lot of the rest of the game is kind of crazy. But I do like when Nintendo adds that challenge in there. It makes you feel good when you finally get past it. And it's not like impossible either. You just have to learn that boss spe specifically, which it did take me, like I said, like three tries. But eventually when I found out, OK, that's what he's doing, then I was able to get it. So, yeah, I, I did appreciate that they added that because that was not in the first game. And it really it really gave it more. The Metroid Queen boss also has improved the pine. It's given more attacks. It's made harder. There's a countering system now, and to actually get inside the Metroid Queen, you have to actually use your grapple beam to bring her head down and then go inside her. And it's kind of crazy, but they animated what the inside of the Metroid Queen's body looks like. And I don't know what it is, but it, like, this is going to sound really fucking weird, but it looked fucking beautiful. Like, the way they designed everything, like, on the 3DS, I was like, yo, I did not need to know what the inside of a Metro of the Metroid Queen looked like, but it, I appreciate that it's there, and it looks really cool. Like, graphically, it's just, the designers did a very great job with that section, and how you just rolled in like that. I mean, it's not that long, it's not that much, but it's, it, they, they did a really good job designing it, and that's the point I'm trying to make. Um, they also added a bonus spot, so spoiler if you don't want to know this, but Ridley comes in and swoops the baby Metroid at the end, which adds a ton of lore, which let me talk a little bit about the baby Metroid actually a little bit more. But um, when you save the baby Metroid, like there's noises uh, that you can hear like the baby Metroid like roar or whatever, make its little noise. And with this animation compared to Metroid 2, there's just so much emotion conveyed behind it. And Samus is like about to shoot it and then Samus holds back. And there's just something about it that's kind of like, oh, it shows Samus has this like softer side and Samus is like, this is a child. I'm not going to kill a child. And there's just, I don't know. I just really like that we saw that side of Samus, that emotion, her blank. Well, you didn't see her eyes, but there's like a blank stare given, you know, clearly from the inside of her helmet. 
and her choosing not to kill it and the baby Metroid going around her. Um, that was cool. Um, something I didn't like about it, uh, which I mentioned I was going to get into the boss. I am going to get into that, but, um, the baby Metroid, uh, to eat some of like the crystals away is a little bit of a challenge sometimes. Like for some reason, which I finished this today, I was trying to get a missile that was stuck up somewhere and I tried many times to get the baby Metroid to eat certain crystals and it just wouldn't. So the controls aren't exactly crazy. I mean, it works, but it's not crazy. This game also, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it adds a lot of crystals to other sections and beginning sections of the game. And I don't know, I didn't find myself wanting to go back with a baby Metroid just to eat crystals, just to like get power ups. Like I felt that those things should have just been available prior because I don't know, why am I going to go back all the way there just to have to go all the way back? I guess I could have teleported, but I didn't really like that they hid so many sections. Like if it was like one or two crystal things, sure. But there's so many crystals to be eaten by the baby Metroid throughout the game. It just, it kind of feels like, like I mentioned about Metroid 1, it just feels daunting. It feels annoying to do. Um, okay, back to Ridley. Ridley swoops in and takes the baby Metroid. And Samus will take it down. Some cutscenes play in between. Actually, the baby Metroid uh, sucks some life away out of Ridley. And then gives it to gives it to Samus. And uh, I don't know. It kind of like, because uh, of Super Metroid, it kind of shows this isn't the first time that the baby Metroid has saved Samus. And kind of shows that, oh, wow, that Metroid might recognize Samus later in that game. Which I'm making this after the Super Metroid video, so I'm probably not going to reference or talk about that. But it does add a lot to the character of the baby Metroid and shows how much it depends on Samus and how much it cares about it. Samus, I, I mean, I don't know why it does, but it does. And it's clear by that. And the final boss is pretty tough. It has like five different phases. And I remember I thought I was almost going to lose, but actually being able to conquer it and beat it made me feel pretty good. So I was pretty excited once I beat it. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about the ending. Visually, the game is great. I don't really think that it has any issues. I'm not really upset about it. Um, I don't like, honestly, I don't know. Just, I, I like it visually. I think it looks good. With a 3D depth slider, it doesn't really do much, but I mean, it's cool. They did a good job with the remaster, and I'm glad they made it. Um, the biggest difference this game makes is with its map, because obviously you can track where the Metroids are, and it's not that difficult, not that annoying. So, I mean, thank God for that game that we have a version with a map. Um, and before, well, actually, there is something else about the ending that there is a little cutscene that plays after that actually shows and uh, what's the word foreshadows the X virus and it shows it infecting something which foreshadows uh, basically what takes place right before fusion. And I don't know. I just, I really appreciated that they did that. They didn't need to, it's a small touch, small detail. It's kind of, excuse me. Sorry. I don't know why I did that, but it's kind of like an end credit scene for like a movie. It's not like a Marvel end credit scene and have everyone going crazy, but it was a nice touch to put there. It also kind of foreshadowed that there may be a fusion remake. And I would really appreciate if they made a fusion remake because I mean, fusion is one of the games that like, seems like it needs an upgrade. Like it's not bad, but it'd be cool to have an upgrade for that game. I mean, super Metroid first because that game's older, but it would be cool to have an upgrade to that game. Um, so some of the bosses this game has, uh, Arachnus is a new boss, which is like an armadillo type thing. And that's actually what you beat to get the spring ball. You beat him by laying bombs on the floor and that's about it. It's not really that crazy of a boss. 
Um, in Samus Returns, you can actually... Uh, I forgot. I was talking about Metroid 2. You use bombs to beat him. In Samus Returns, I'm pretty sure you can use bombs and missiles, so it's a little more doable. Like You have more options at your disposal. The Alpha Metroids in Samus Returns are a joke. The Gamma Metroids are a little bit harder. I found myself struggling with them. The Zeta Metroids are are kind of feel like a boss battle. And then the Omega Metroids for sure feel like a boss battle. Um, and they can, they can be a little difficult, but they're not that difficult. Like you'll get used to them eventually, especially with how much you fight them. So anyways, I think that's all I have to say about these two games. I want to apologize if my voice sounds a little bit different in this video. I mean, not video. I, I make the mistake of saying that. I want to apologize if my voice sounds a little bit different on this episode. I do have like a pain on like the lower part of my throat, so I can feel it giving out like as I'm ending this episode right now, which probably means I should rest my voice a bit, which I'm probably going to do. But I seriously appreciate you guys if you've listened to this episode and the first one. I hope you look forward to the next episode as well as the other ones covering the other Metroid games that I'm going to have coming out. Um, I am currently playing through Fusion right now, so I am almost done with this series as I speak. Since I'm probably, I mean, I'm probably not going to release this until I have all the episodes done. But again, thank you to anyone who listens to this. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Bye.